This week on Three Sides of the Coin, Happy New Year, everybody. We are back. We're missing Mark, but no, not really. We're not missing him. <laughs> so I said we're missing Mark, but not really. Not really. This week we talk about our favorite 2019 Kiss memories and just memories in general, plus some big stories that happened in 2019 as well. There you go. Three Sides of the Coin. This so week. watch. This is Three Sides of the Coin, talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. This is Ken Sills, a.k.a. Real Hey Ken. For me, looking back on 2019 and memories of KISS, I would be finally getting to see what the stage looked like for the End of the Road Tour. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see it in the real world, but thanks to YouTube, I've seen it, and to the Phenomenal photography of Tommy Summers. Wow. Awesome. Just blew me away. That and getting myself some merch. Got myself a Kiss t-shirt with the Destroyer album on the front. It's a purple tie-dye shirt, and that's my favorite color. Then I got another one with the Monster album cover on it. So I'm loving that. And I also got me the Little People. So I built up my Kiss merch collection as I've gone along. I would like to take the opportunity to tell you guys how much I really appreciate you. I've been listening to the show for many, many years, and it just feels like I'm a part of it. Bless you all, and take care, and rock on in the KISS Nation. Hi, my name is Richard from Thailand, and I have to say I've been lucky enough to have two amazing KISS memories this year. The first was to travel all the way over to the United States, to Denver, to see uh, my first uh, end of the road concert. And then the second was to follow them around for three dates on the Japanese tour that they've just completed. And what an experience that was to see um, such amazing concerts, but also to meet some brilliant, brilliant Japanese fans who like the American fans really get into the spirit and atmosphere of a KISS concert. So the end of the road tour is my great memory for 2019. My name is Terry Bay and my favorite KISS memory from 2019 is getting a few pics from Tommy Thayer at the Louisville end of the road concert and getting to talk to him uh, for quite a while at the Indianapolis KISS convention. Hey guys, it's Mike Wren from New Jersey. I guess I'd say for 2019, the best KISS-related event was the entire tour. I've seen over 10 shows, and I have to tell you, there is no bigger, better stage in their history than now. They're playing better than they ever have. They seem to be having more fun than they ever have before. And every night, the show is just incredible. And anyone I've taken to the show that is not a fan walks away and says, do they do that every night? You're goddamn right they do. That's why they're the greatest band on earth. So for 2019, between vaults and meet and greets and cruises, I think overall the best thing out there is the tour itself. Because it's everything that KISS is. And if you haven't seen it, get off your ass and go. Thanks, guys. My name is Bryson Coggle, and uh, my favorite KISS moment of 2019 was uh, I was at work one day. I work in a kitchen, and uh, there's this guy that I don't really get along with that well, 
and one day uh you know people were playing music and i was made for loving you came on and me and him started singing it at the same time and uh, it was had this kind of connection like oh we both know the song and while he's not a huge kiss fan it still was enough so that now we get along a little bit better because there was that moment where we were able to connect as kind of people and not as coworkers uh, who don't agree on certain things. So that was cool. And uh, that was my favorite kiss moment of 2019. Hi, this is Dave in Atlanta. My top kiss memory for 2019 took place in early February. My wife and I were driving home from work one night, listening to the kiss army channel on Sirius XM. They called for the 30th caller to win two passes to the KISS concert at the Whiskey A Go-Go on the Sunset Strip in Hollywood. Uh, I kept dialing on about the seventh or eighth uh, dial. She answers the phone, the disc jockey does, and said, you're the 30th caller, can you be in Hollywood? I turned to my wife and I said, we're going Hollywood, and we did. Flew out to Los Angeles and saw KISS at the Whiskey A Go-Go. Saw KISS five times on the end of the road tour, Atlanta, Birmingham, Charleston, and Charlotte, but by far and away the coolest show was the Whiskey A Go-Go show in West Hollywood, California on February 11th. That is my top kiss memory for 2019. This is Mike Cornett from Somerset, Kentucky. My favorite kiss memory of 2019 was after 42 years of kiss fandom going back to 1977, finally getting to meet my hero Gene Simmons in person, August 29th, Riverbend Music Center, Cincinnati, Ohio. I was a Vault Experience participant. So I got to go backstage after the gig, meet Gene and get all my stuff signed, take lots of pictures, gave me a huge hug, got his fake blood all over my face and hands. It was wonderful. Um, special shout out to his assistant, Adam, who also made it possible for my wife and I to do the photo lineup, meet and greet with the whole band before the show and got us out of the lawn and into 10th row seats, Gene's side. Awesome, awesome stuff. Didn't have to do it, did it anyway. And it just made an awesome night already going into it way more awesome in an unexpected way. But that's Kiss, and that's Gene, and that's mine. Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and Shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Hey everybody, happy new year, we're finally back, thank God it's Tuesday, I know for some of you two weeks of us away was pure heaven, and other people it was pure hell, yes. we're back, whether you like us or not, it's another year of three sides of the coin, all of those haters who tried to kill us, you failed again, all those people who wanted to Everybody wanted to destroy us. We're still here. Yep. You're just no little, way. You're little gnats. Go away. Go away. You bug me, kid. <laughs> the hell? Uh, you know, hate. we got we got to just we got to come right out of the box and piss people off. It's what you do. It's yeah. What, it's what we all do. Yeah. Just do it because we're honest. The most honest KISS podcast on the internet. That's right, damn it. I would say so. I agree. So. So, do we, let's, let's see, do we have any homework? Oh, let's, 
Um, all right. So the our three sides of the coin radio station people. Yes. Still up and running. Yeah. Haven't done a live broadcast over the holiday because it was the holidays and it was just crazy. Um, but we're going to get back into doing live live um, broadcasts on our radio station on Station Head. But the music is there 24-7. It doesn't go away. It doesn't stop. I kept adding songs to it over the, the break as well. So head over to get yourself the Station Head app. Look for three sides. Follow us. Tune in. Listen. It's right there. Oh, I, I get a little alert every time Lisa logs in. I'm like, oh, Lisa's I come, I listening. I go on all the time. She's listening all, all the time. time. When um, when do you think the Android will hit? Have you heard any more about that? I haven't that? gotten any updates from Yeah, I mean, they just said first part of the year. So, you know, in development time, that could be first month or third I'm month just, or six months. Or six months. Month. <laughs> but it's probably going to be a lot sooner than four and a half years. Well, sometimes you never know. <laughs> Hasn't gone away, has it? No. Nope. Uh, gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Um, so head, yeah, go go get the Station Head app, install it on your brand new iPhone you got for Christmas or your brand new iPad, and uh, set up an account. Find three sides. It's just those two words, three sides. Or you can go to three sides of the coin radio.com. I've got that redirecting straight to our channel as well. Um, and tune in, listen. I mean, I think we've got 18, 19 hours of KISS and KISS-related music streaming 24-7, 365. That's more than any other station anywhere is doing. And, you know, yeah. it's not just KISS songs either. It's no, it's not just KISS-related just... songs. Like, I was listening on the other day, and it was Anthrax doing Parasite, maybe? Could was. be. Um, I heard the new Des Desmond Child song, um, Stars on there. Angel, it's really cool. It's a it's a really cool station. You just put it on, and you never know what's going to pop up. But yeah, I uh, mean, I I I think for me personally, I the last thing I want is nothing but Kiss. That would bore the shit out of me. I've heard every Kiss song. I don't need it again. This is Kiss, <clears throat> Kiss songs that have been covered by other bands, which is an obvious. And then we've got songs that maybe a Kiss member played guitar on. A lot of stuff that Bruce guested on as a guitar player or somebody in kiss co-wrote the song didn't play on it didn't sing on it but they co-wrote it um we've got stuff where who else what else have we got oh bands that have opened for kiss a lot of you bands know what, you know what song was cool and i don't know who put it on there it was called unless it was it had to been on there it was called more wine waiter please was it on? Did you put that on there? Who is it by? I don't know. But it had to have been on there because I don't listen too much. I, I had to have put it on then. so I. It but, was so amazing. Now, when people tune in, can they hear a Grammy Award winner? Um, actually, yes. There's okay. Balance songs in there. Okay. I think Balance okay. is a great band. Um, I've got to see if stuff like Blackthorn and Murder's Row are on spotify i can add those as well so there's a variety for you people yeah i mean you know we don't you know hey there's even vinnie vincent stuff on there oh god so hey you know we may have a personal issue with some people but the radio station doesn't reflect that 
Yeah. The Poor is the band's name. What was it? The Poor. Oh, that was a pick by Mark. I think they opened for Kiss. I'm guessing they opened. That was, that's a great song. I think they probably never, opened on the reunion tour. I'm guessing never that's when heard they the song, but it was. It's such a great song. Cool. Again, you never know what you're going to find on there. See, Lisa discovered new music. I did. It's very good. Look at my ghetto glasses. The thing fell off. Why nice. don't you just put a big piece of tape on them? And then you're like dance brothers. <laughs> Ghetto glasses. I know. Like I went up like this. <laughs> Lisa's gonna be on the street corner with a sign. Need new glasses. <laughs> help. Anything helps. That's horrible. Um, all right. So station head, get the app, listen to us. Um should we announce the contest? Yeah, I think we should, and then we should do the other one, too. Okay, so um, we kind of forgot we had this prize. Tommy just reminded us of it over the holidays. We have an autographed copy of Lydia Chris's book, Sealed with a Kiss. Yes. Hardcover book, autographed by Lydia. Tommy got it autographed in person. She donated it. We're giving it away. Head over to threesidesofthecoin.com slash contest, same URL we held all of our contests at, and just enter your email address for a chance to win. Only open to people in the U.S., sorry, rest of the world, but we're just not dealing with contest rules around the world. So only open to people in the U.S. If you're in the U.K., get somebody in the U.S. to enter. And if they win, then they can ship it to you. Um, but head over to threesidesofthecoin.com slash contest. Put in your email address, and you could win a Lydia Chris signed copy of Sealed with a Kiss. We will pick the winner on February 1st. Yes, and then shortly following that, we will have another contest because I still have... Uh, Alice Cooper autographs. Oh, yeah. That's, that that's can next away. stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's the next one up. So everyone, get your get your entries in now. You have from now until what? Like Michael said, February first, and that's still several hey, weeks. Lisa, are you going to get new glasses? Or are you going to get those? <laughs> no, fixed? I'm going to keep these. Oh, I was going to so say. No, I'm just going to keep these. You you could donate. So you, you could <laughs> donate those, and we could give them away. When, yeah. when Lisa's glasses yeah, can them up or something and give the money to Just charity. my fingerprints on it. Yeah, same with that. I got to clean now. Um, and as a side note, congratulations to the Minnesota Vikings. Listen, I'll take it. It's a win. I'm happy about it. Um, but. Uh, when I was watching that game, I'm like, they're gonna, they're just, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. They will lose. They've always lost. They've never been a lucky team in this shit. And that is not good attitude and positive thinking, Michael. Listen, I'm we, always hoping for a win, but that's that's forty plus years up, of growing up with it. Yeah, he grew up in Loserville, USA. Yeah. You know? Come on, <laughs> we have four Super Bowl appearances and losses. Yes. Four. Didn't the Steelers? No, not, no. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I think Buffalo might have beaten that record, but for the longest time, that was an NFL record that the Minnesota Vikings held. Four Super Bowl losses. 
That's tough. That's what we grew up with. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You've lost but four times. To go into to the Saints and play at the Dome like that and beat them was a pretty big deal. It was beautiful. It, it, was, it was beautiful. It wasn't a pretty game. It was a rough game. We didn't look fantastic all the way around, but it was good hey, enough to win. It's exactly a win is a win. That's right. Now they're coming out here to San Francisco on Saturday and playing the 49ers. My attitude is going to be the same thing. It's like they're going to lose. They have to beat them because the 49ers cannot go to the Super Bowl because they're tied. If they win, they'll be tied with Patriots and the Steelers for my Super Bowls. So you got to eliminate them. Hey, let's just do a quick shout out. Thank you, Patriots. You blew it. You lost. That was the greatest. That was like watching the Vikings win the Super Bowl to me. It was watching the Patriots blow it in the first playoff game. I was never so happy. Oh, let's cheer I, I, I think I was, I mean, when we went to this bar, a, a friend of our, a friend of ours has a bar and he's a Steelers fan. Um, so we're watching the game and man, when they won, it was like, we all high five each other. Like the Steelers won the Super Bowl. Yep. Exactly. And that's how crazy it was because I, again, I don't like the Patriots because I don't like Tom Brady. Why don't I like Tom Brady? Because he's the greatest of all times. It's that simple. That's why I don't like him. It's jealousy, pure jealousy. I thought he was going to say because he's not a goalie. It's 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 a dynasty that ran way too long. Yeah, I got yeah. tired. And speaking just for me, I got tired of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah, over and even over. the playoffs too. And and, and, the and they were you know, and there's no denying they they were a powerhouse team. It was just like all right, if you're facing the Patriots, you're getting your butt wiped by these guys mm-hmm. they were that good but what is fun about that unless you're a patriots fan so basically the rest of the country is like please can we can we you know it was like the old dallas cowboys dynasty it's like all right thank god it's no longer the cowboys dynasty well, I, think, I mean the same thing about the steelers too i mean i'm a steeler fan but i mean through the 70s my god people are probably like oh here we go again you know yep right Yep. Give somebody else a shot. And, you know, I, I posted, I go, I think this is the end of the Patriots dynasty because this wasn't a close game. This wasn't a game where a fluke won it. They just played bad. Yep. They had lots they of bad moments. I think they went in expecting they were going to win because that's what they do. And then they weren't prepared for another team to actually win you know what i'm saying Better. i don't think they were yep. ready for that yep that's what i think because they have those patriots are a little cocky but was it jj Watt? He, he's he's amazing is it jj or tj no we have tj i think that's jj on the patriots but yeah, but but yeah okay sorry i just had to throw that out there so anyway yeah. go vikings i will love it if you win but I'm not expecting you to be beating the 49ers in 49. You know, here's the thing. The 49ers are my backup team. You know, Vikings will always be my number one team. And then wherever I'm living is my backup team. So no, I don't do the 49ers, teams. the Bears were my backup team. Um, the 49ers are one of those teams this year where I'm just like, everybody should be like, Wait a second! They're they won that many games. The, uh-huh. Where did they come from? They were they were the the sure 
win if you went up against the 49ers for years. It was just like, yeah, yeah, no problem. That's an easy win. Now all of a sudden it's like they got a freaking killer record. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's a fluke. I don't know if it's Super Bowl worthy. I think I think they've got a good coach and a good group of players. They've got a great quarterback too who's who's really stepped up and 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 taken charge. But they're the, they're kind of the sleeper team in all of the playoffs that I think a lot of people are just like not paying attention to them. Mhm. So yeah. They're skirting under the radar. But it'll be a fun playoff. It'll be fun to see who goes in the Super Bowl. I'm excited. I won't be here. I'll be in Boston for the Super Bowl, which is another thing I was so happy about because I swear to God, if I had to be in Boston and the Patriots from the Super Bowl, I don't know if I could. I would have had to, like, drive somewhere else. If 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 Minnesota beats the <laughs> 49ers and who's playing? Is it Seattle who's playing Green Bay? Yeah. yeah. Seattle's and, going to Green and, Bay. And Green Bay wins. Minnesota and Green Bay play for Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. To go I to the Super Bowl. Of, I always think of Craig Gass with the Seahawks. Yeah. It would be very interesting to see a Minnesota Vikings-Packers game at Lambeau Field for the rights to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Would, would that – would the Vikings step it up out of – you know, because of where that is, I don't know. But it would it's be an interesting. Yeah, the, 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 it, the other the other thing that would likely happen is it would just be a complete blowout. The Packers would wipe the field with the Vikings. But I don't know. hey, it at least you got this far. I mean, we're not even in the playoffs. That's true. So hey, very happy for you guys. How'd the Detroit Lions do? As good as the Steelers did. I don't know. I didn't. They don't post golf scores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love football so much. Okay, sorry. Um, so, any, any comments? They're really. We haven't had any shows, so no. No, no. So I didn't do that. But I would like to um, announce something really special that Three Sides is involved with. They, we, are friends at fan hq sean hagland and, and all of his staff wonderful staff um we are helping him to bring a evening with tommy thayer oh, cool. the night before the kiss show in minneapolis so that would be the 23rd i believe it's a sunday night what um, month? february and they are going to have a special pre-sale for Three Sides fans to get the first tickets and the best seats. Uh, more information to come. It's going to be an evening of conversation. Think, th- think of and, what, what Fan HQ did with Bruce Kulick and Ace Fraley. Ace Fraley, yeah. Same thing. And then everybody that attends, uh, I believe, will part of the ticket price will be for a autograph of one item and you can purchase extras and then a photo a photo with with tommy so in every event that we've been involved with has been spectacular sean's team are incredible they are so helpful and they will make it a wonderful experience for you yeah very so, well run yeah so if, if any of you guys that are in the regional area of minneapolis st paul are thinking about coming to the st paul kiss show Come, come in a day or two early 
and come to the Tommy Thayer thing the night before. We'll have more details to come in the next week or so. So there you go. I thought this was pretty cool. This is going to be a lot of fun. Cool. Sorry, Tommy. I jumped in with football right when you were going to say that. I apologize. No, it's okay. No worries. There's no script here. No. Yeah. Let's not make this all formal. (laughs) When have we ever done that? Um, All right. So this week's topic, we've got a guest next week. But since Mark wasn't here, I said, you know what? Let's use this as an opportunity to look back at 2019. You know, sort of a what were the big kiss stories of 2019? What were our personal favorite memories of 2019? All kiss related. And and I've asked later in the show, at the end of the show, we'll have a whole bunch of our listeners who have recorded and left messages as well of what their favorite kiss memories were of 2019. But I thought we could do kind of a round robin here of just... Again, whether it's a what is one of the big kiss stories of 2019 or your favorite memories of 2019? Yeah, I mean, both. I think we can do both of those. And and also, too, um, I want to talk a little bit about something else when we're all finished with this. But do you want to start? Sure, I'll start. You know, I would say my the first and one of the biggest and best memories was the opening night of the end of the road tour. I mean, just the sheer anticipation, thinking back then, what was the stage going to look like? You know, we hadn't seen what the stage was going to look like. You know, what, what was the show going to be like? Nobody had any ideas. And, and, you know, we did a show about that opening night go back and a year ago and look for it but i remember one of the the coolest moments was when somebody posted a photo that they took they were up in the seats and there was sam t serpent on stage and i was just like holy crap this is fucking cool i don't i haven't seen the rest of the stage you could see i think you could see some of the pods But I was just like, wow, Sam Serpent is back. That alone was like the, before even hearing the set list or seeing the production. So you got to use the bathroom? (laughs) Talk amongst yourselves just for a little bit. Oh, okay. Toddler, a toddler thing to deal with. Toddler thing. Okay. So anyways. So yeah, yeah, I mean that that to me that was my first first and still one of the biggest memories of 2019 was what we saw and learned that first night of the end of the road tour. It was just you know, n- none of us went. I watched a whole bunch of live Facebook streams, so the audio was crappy and the video sometimes wasn't the best quality, but it was enough to go, "Wow, it's a completely different stage." tons of amazing pyro the lights the pods were cool as hell so that was my my first big memory of 2019 yeah and and i kind of avoided all of it because if you remember correctly mark and i both didn't want to see it 
or know anything about it until we got to the point where we could physically see it because I wanted to be surprised, you know. Um, but I would have to say for me, that, one of my best. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like a family affair. So did, you, did, you, did you solve the problem? I did. Yeah. I Is did. it something only a mom could solve? It was related to taking them to Target for Pokemon cards. Uh, oh, that was very important. I know. To they interrupt the podcast. They... Now, Brian's, we're going to hear the noise upstairs. <laughs> Nice. Somebody's <laughs> got to go, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, it's like mayhem. Tommy, I apologize. Please. Continue. No, don't worry about it. Um, I, I would say for me, my favorite memory of the year was um, getting my name in the tour book and having some of my photos used in the tour book. To me, that was like a bucket list item for me. And I'm not saying that because I'm trying to brag. It's just it, I haven't discussed it before, but that meant the world to me. And also the fact that Kyle, my buddy Kyle, got in too. And it was just really cool. And we were very proud of you too, Tom. Proud of that awesome accomplishment. I know. Shut up. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Okay, guys, tell me where there is any other pot, not just a KISS podcast, but any podcast on the planet Earth that records underneath a toilet and can <laughs> pick up the flushing every week when it happens. We've got that. Only on three sides do you hear live toilet, toilet flushing. flushing. Yes. So, see, you guys get everything with us. Audio effects. <laughs> You know, we're, we're all about that. Uh, uh, so that would be the first one I would I would mention. Lisa, what about uh, you? Uh, oh, I would say probably <clears throat> was was going to Boston to see Kiss for the first time on the end of the road tour. And then I went to Pittsburgh. So I was glad to go see them in different cities. And I got to meet a lot of people <clears throat> while I was there, too. You know, some listeners and fans got to meet a lot of cool people. Um but the highlight, I think, was seeing them here in Atlanta when I was able to take my kids. Um, because to me, you know, being a KISS fan and loving them since I was three, I <clears throat> never thought in a million years that I was going to be able to take my own children to experience the, you know, the thing that always meant a lot to me in my life. So to me, that ranks up there as probably one of the highlights of all of my KISS memories, besides the Hall of Fame thing. That was just so neat, and um, watching them interaction, watching like the band interact with my kids, and they didn't have to do any of that, and it was it was so per. I mean, it was the perfect night. Like I said, I went on I, the whole way home. I cried because it was just so perfect. I couldn't have I couldn't imagine it being any better. So yeah, you know when 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 I took Thule, what three four years ago, I had the exact. Uh, that's that's probably my greatest kiss memory. And I ever. got to watch it first. Yeah, you got you got to watch it and, and experience it as well. It was just, you know, grow, growing up as a KISS fan, you didn't think you were going to be able to take your kids no. 40 years later to go see the band. And yet the chance was there. And like you said, they interacted with my daughter and they didn't have to. And, you know... Yeah, I you know I'd be it's lying if I said I didn't I didn't get 
I didn't get some moistness in my eyes watching this going, oh, my God, this is just, you know, this, this is, this is a, a daddy moment. You had yep. a mommy moment. I had a daddy moment. And, it you is, know, Brian, Brian went live. <clears throat> and it was so cool because during rock and roll all night, you know, the big balloons that they throw out. Mm-hmm. Well, there, I mean, there must have been some other people in our little area we were sitting that um, uh, were friends of the band or worked or whatever. But um, the two of the people behind us took the big balloon and caught it and gave it to the kids. So we have a picture of the kids holding the big balloon. And, you know, and I said, hit it. And they, they threw it up in the air. and We watched it go. And and then uh, Lily and I got on camera singing rock and roll all night. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah. On the, on the big jo- on the big screen, there's me and my daughter singing rock and roll all night together. I mean, it was it was perfect. And I told Brian, I'm like, video and take as many pictures, record as much as you can because this is all going to be a big blur. So please right. take as much as you can so I can watch it later. I said I don't want to video anything because I want to live in this moment right now. Exactly. So, you know, it, it was perfect. That that was my big highlight. For it's time travel. It really is to, truly time travel to be able to do that. Yeah, it was, it was perfect. It, it truly was perfect. So yeah, that was my, that was my biggie for night time. There's other things as well, but that truly was the highlight. My two thousand. So, my next memory goes to the end of the year. I'll fast forward to Christmas, and I posted this, but I'm sure not everybody saw it. It's awesome. This That's is. Good. This is my Christmas present from Thule. I love it. Now, for those of you who don't have kids, this is an LOL doll. An LOL. I was just going to ask you what that was. I couldn't, I couldn't yep. tell. It's, it's one of the new boy LOL dolls. But LOL dolls are like one of the hottest crazes mm-hmm. amongst, especially little girls. But little little girls love this stuff. She's got tons of these dolls and everything else and and you know she was it was funny the way she made this she's got she's basically taken over our kitchen table it's just become a ginormous craft table paints and markers and i mean she's a craft nut and one one of her preferred mediums of creating art is fingernail polish this, you know, that highly washable is all you know. painted with fingernail polish. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I mean, there, there, there's, there's a art medium that nobody uses. I've nobody's creating stuff with fingernail polish. Uh-uh. You know, obviously, we've bought her fingernail polish that can just be removed with water real easily. It's not expensive, good quality stuff. But she spent like one evening. Two evenings total, but one evening at the kitchen table, and it's like, Daddy, you can't come over. You can't come over, Daddy. Don't look, Daddy. Don't look. I'm like, what are you doing? Are you making Daddy a Christmas present? I'm not telling you, Daddy, but don't come over and don't look. I love it. And then she had Katrina go get, you know, one of those three-panel room dividers we've got. And she had her move that and set it up around the kitchen table. Because she didn't trust you. Because she didn't trust that daddy was going to come over and see what she was doing. And, you know, she she started on this at first. And she was asking me questions. She's like, Daddy, um, the star man, you know, like, 
what else is on his face besides black? I'm like, are you painting Paul Stanley? No, 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 no. I'm not doing anything, Daddy. Asking for a friend. I'm just asking. asking. (laughs) I'm like, well, he's got red lips. Oh, okay, okay. All right. You know, so she puts the red lipstick, you know, fingernail polish on his lipstick and stuff like that. (laughs) She painted the star all by herself. She goes, what color is his hair? I go, why? Oh, I don't know. I'm just wondering, you know, black hair black costume whole thing um she even made she took a water bottle an lol doll mini water bottle and painted it black like it looks like one of the water bottles that they have on stage and stuff like that (laughs) over the course of two days she was over there painting and letting it dry and painting and doing this and doing that and doing that and honestly, I had no idea what, I figured it was something KISS related, obviously, but I had no idea what it was. I thought, oh, maybe it's just a picture. And she put it in, LOL dolls come in these plastic balls yeah, that split spheres. in half. She actually painted the ball black and sparkly, and it's very KISS-like. Everything was very KISS-like. And, um, you know, she, when it was time for opening presents, she brings it over and she's you know you can just see the excitement she can't wait she almost wants to just tell me what's in it right away and it's like mom's like no don't tell him don't tell him don't tell him let him open it and katrina got the video camera out and and videotaped me opening it and you gotta post that i i think i i totally want to see that i think uh, i know i've got it i don't know what tommy you're muted I, do, I know I've seen the photo, but I haven't seen the video. Okay, well, I'll, I'll post, I'll post the video. I might even be able to edit it in here. I want to see it. And it was just like, you know, it was so cool. It was a, a completely surprise. And, and the originality of doing this was just so cool. You know, she took one of her own dolls and painted it up to look like Paul Stanley. This is a one-of-a-kind LOL you can't doll, buy that LOL doll anywhere. Paul Stanley doll. I got it here. I love it. And I won't sell it for any offer. <laughs> so, you know, end of year, that that's my biggest, my other biggest memory was, you know, Thule's Christmas present to me. I mean, it, you know, it doesn't matter. She didn't spend a penny on it. She put her heart and soul and got really creative on something that actually is very cool. Yeah, well, and it, also because she loves you and she knows that you like it, so yeah. it was you know for her to to go. I'm going to make something really special for Daddy with something that he really really loves. Yep, like that's that's awesome. Yeah, you know? that's what it's all about, you know. Yep, that's fantastic. I love that, Tommy. My second one is um, many of you. <laughs> are probably aware of this that my wife is not a very big kiss fan never has been she doesn't even know you do a podcast yet she doesn't even know you do a podcast. didn't know for six months <laughs> so jay and shauna some friends of ours lovely lovely couple are having a christmas party and so we go on a saturday night to this christmas party and about halfway through, they're like, yeah, we have some gifts, you know? I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because we were sitting around watching people do karaoke and all that kind of thing. And um, so I go to the bathroom. And before I, I leave, 
people were she Shauna would just they pull a name out of a hat and say oh so and so and they would come up and they would give you a wrapped gift which is really cool and I was watching people open you know a bottle of wine or like categories or all these really cool little little gifts you know so when I was in the bathroom I heard Cheryl's name called so she gets she goes up there and they don't none of them know who's getting what they just wrapped everything and they wrapped it separately from one another and then they mix the bags up so they handed you something so they hand cheryl this bag she goes back and sits down right coming back right at that time she's digging through it she pulls out a paul stanley ornament <laughs> not a bottle of wine not you know and, and anything her in her face, mind would have been better anything yeah, would have exactly. been better. And the look on her face was like yeah, was it the picture? She's like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that is my second favorite kiss story of the year. It was just beautiful justification for me. So then, of course, the first thing I do is I go home and I hang it on the tree, and I'm like, next day it's like, where is he? Oh, he's <laughs> on there, all right. Well, where is he? They, they, so between her and my daughter Josie, they kept moving him around and putting him in different areas. I keep finding him and putting him right back out front again, and it just became a rough joke. But it's just the look on her face. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. That is too. I remember the picture. That was so funny. Yeah, yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, yeah. So Mark's I, not here. You could wait yeah. forever. Mark isn't going to chime in. No. So I say my other uh, fun memory was meeting Izzy for the first time. <laughs> Do you realize that the, the sex dolls won't even have sex with him? <laughs> They're saying no. They just want to be friends. <laughs> so he drives them to LAX, and that's about it. Well, we had a we had a fun time. We ate at the Rainbow, and he—I swear to God—he's like the mayor of the Rainbow. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows him. But uh, it was that was fun, you know, because you, we talk about well, you guys know him, but you know, talk about him all these years, and yeah. uh, you know, chat back and forth. But to actually meet. Well, and I, I got to figure that the people that know him were like, what's he doing with an attractive woman? How much How much did he pay? How much <laughs> did that cost him? She doesn't look like a prostitute, but there's no other reason <laughs> he, that he, a woman he, like that would be with he him. He drives for Lyft. I know he's not making money, so what's he paying her with? Yeah. Pasta? <laughs> <laughs> and we had dinner at the Rainbow. Then we went to, then we went to oh my God, this really cool Star Wars themed bar it's like a little cantina oh my god it was so cool um and then we went to some other place the burgundy room or something like that it was really the the izzy room no No, i thought that was fun because i you know we hung out we shared stories it was fun it was a lot of fun so that was a i thought that was a cool memory because you know i wouldn't like go out to la just to meet him so who would we have to rip on him, though. <laughs> we love Izzy. We have to rip on him. I just I posted something on his Facebook today. I don't know if you guys saw it. I saw it. Oscar Meyer is looking for a driver for the Wienermobile to drive across country. <laughs> I gave it to him. I'm like, here. That is you. awesome. You've got oh. experience driving? You love wieners? <laughs> You're the, that's him. It is. Oh, is God, is, is there a job that isn't more suited for Izzy than a driver of the Wienermobile? Like, beep, beep. 
<laughs> he could dress up like Elvis. Yeah, he could. Oh, that's great. No, we love Izzy. Love yeah. him. I mean, look, we didn't fire Izzy. We fired Ralph. Yeah, there you go. Izzy made the cut even though he was lagging in the poll. Yeah, his last ratings weren't that hot, but he's yeah. still Izzy. He's Izzy. We he's keep Izzy. him around. Um, all right, so another one of my memories, and I don't know if this is a good or a bad one, but it was when, so I didn't get to see Kiss. I haven't seen Kiss on this tour yet. No, you haven't. No. Uh, you know, because I, I was going to go to the Oakland show, which was scheduled for last September, and then they rescheduled that show along with their L.A. show because Gene had his kidney stones. Right. So... I got, I don't know, I don't want to say screwed out of it, but I got, you know, bummed because my KISS you show. You were disappointed. Yeah, I was disappointed. Now my show is rescheduled to March. Right. Uh. So months, months I'm waiting to go see KISS on this tour. Huh. So that, you know, that was, I got to say, I think that's the first time. I was supposed to go to a sh no. I was actually gonna f during the reunion tour when I was living in Chicago. I was gonna fly out to see them in San Jose, and they canceled that show. You don't have much luck, Michael. No. So those are the only two times I think I've had shows canceled on me. So that was that was a that was a big event for me. Yeah, that losing is losing my That's kiss show. That's good. Um, I was, I think I, what I would say is the next one for me would be seeing the first show um, and just how over the top incredible it was and how grateful I was that I didn't watch any of the video or look at any photos. I was, I knew the pods were there because it's almost like you, you couldn't escape it. You know, because to your point earlier, Michael, the, the amount of excitement that had been building over this was really something to see. But to see that show was truly mind blowing. It, it was it was that good. And so I would say the next one in line was just feeling like a kid again, seeing something for the first time that you've never seen. Cool. Lisa? I have to say, <clears throat> kind of piggybacking on the KISS show I saw in Atlanta would be when I saw the KISS show in Pittsburgh. Because to me, that came full circle <clears throat> for me because my first KISS show was in 1979 in Pittsburgh. Um, the venue is now since torn down and there's a parking lot, but the new venue is right across the street. <clears throat> So being able to, and that's the first show I've ever seen at that new arena, at the, I mean, at the new venue that they built. So to see Kiss for the last time in Pittsburgh was actually a really cool experience for me too, because I kind of ended it where it all began. <clears throat> now, they are playing in Pittsburgh again in August of next year, I think. They're playing at August the old of this year. I mean, August of this year. Thank you. 
Um, they're I think that's August at the at the outdoor venue. Sure. But I don't, I'm not going to go to that one because I feel that I've ended it where it needed to be ended. So I'm not going to go back to Pittsburgh to see it. So sure. that was very cool for me to see them in Pittsburgh, uh, along with a lot of my radio friends that I don't get to see very often. So it was that was that's that was a cool memory for me too. Awesome. Um, I will go with some of the bigger Kiss stories now because, again, I haven't seen them. So I don't have a lot of great memories of seeing the band on the tour yet. Um, probably one of the biggest Kiss stories of 2019 was the Australia tour being canceled. Yeah. Because Paul Stanley had a bad flu and doctor's orders were not to fly. And, uh, you know, it disappointing. And obviously, you know, everything goes out to all the fans in Australia who missed out on it. But there's no conspiracy here, people. It wasn't lack of ticket sales. It wasn't related to money. You know, if you've ever, and I, I've experienced this, if you've ever been sick and had to fly, it oh is not good especially if you are congested you have the worst headache and it just pounds i've i've flown had to fly twice when i was sick once with a head cold and i swear to god i thought it was going to be a scanner's moment on that airplane really i thought my head was literally it was so painful i thought it was just gonna go i was like this close to calling the flight attendant and saying, I don't know, but my head's going to explode. You need to land this plane or do something. Open a door. Let the pressure out. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a bloody mess all over the place because my head's going to explode. That's painful. You can't, you, you really shouldn't ever fly if you've got a head cold. Right. Um, the other time, and it was actually six or seven years ago right now, I was in Vegas and I got, it wasn't the flu, it wasn't food poisoning. Um, God, what was the airborne? I got something that literally made me deathly ill in the hotel. I got locked into the Rio for two days of just coming out of both ends. And it was literally the day I had to check out and I'm like, well, I'm a little better, but I'm not feeling good yet. What am I going to do if I get sick? I'm at the Vegas airport. I'm on a Southwest plane. It was the most miserable thing trying to get through. And it was only a 90-minute plane ride from Vegas back to San Francisco, so it wasn't, you know, cross-country. Just like, God, just get me to San Francisco. Please, I'll puke at the airport in San Francisco. I do not need <laughs> to be there. Just, just, yeah, I don't want to be puking up my guts on an airplane stuck. So I, I can completely understand a doctor's orders of your flu is so bad you should not fly to Australia. But imagine him even performing. I mean, you ever get sick? Like, you, you can't even walk from, yeah. like bedroom to the to the bathroom to get a drink of water you're like dying could you imagine performing a two-hour show plus 
meet and greets plus all that too? I mean, oh yeah, no, no, it it just it it couldn't happen. And you know, I don't know the historical facts, but as long as I can remember, this is the first time they've canceled a significant leg of a tour because of illness. Now, right. you know, they haven't come right out and said it, and I don't know this as a fact, but they're going to reschedule. They will reschedule Australia. Oh, it's, yeah. it's an they absolute will. given. They cannot, they know they cannot end the tour without playing Australia. And there's plenty of time left. Yes, oh, there yeah. is. Between now and July of next year, they will find the 10 days or so that they need to get over there. It was, you know, some fans were like, well, gee, then they come back a couple weeks later and they're in Japan. Why couldn't they just come to Australia? It's not that easy. You can't just pick up and move an entire tour a couple weeks because the venues are booked for other events. Hotels are booked. You know, where's your gear? The whole it's you just have not, to go a year out. Yeah, I mean, this stuff is planned out like a military exercise on how you're moving equipment around the world. So they'll go back. You know, I again, I don't know that for a fact, but I just my gut tells me there's no way they will not return to Australia. No, so just sit tight, they'll be back. But that was pretty big news to have uh, the entire Australian tour canceled and and such short notice too. Wasn't it like the day before, or two days before or something like that? Yeah, I'm sure they he pushed it as far as he could and then they're like, "No, you can't do this." Yeah. Cuz again, he could have gotten worse and been really really sick or you know, you never know. Yep. It's better to be precautious than have horrible results. Yep. yep. Right. Yeah. Tommy. I would say uh, the next one in line would be meeting all of our listeners. I met so many wonderful people at these shows, and uh, it's been great, you know, interacting with all of you guys and, and you guys actually taking time out of your your day or evening uh, to come up and say hi and introduce yourself because, you know, it's one thing to have, have be friends on Facebook, but it's another thing to remember who everyone is. Um, you know, it's just, it's something that I'll never ever take for granted because it, it, it just, it's such an extra cool thing to be a part of that. Um, and now that we're you know gearing up here again i'm going to be hitting a bunch of shows so make sure you look for us mark and i are going to go to the buffalo show so any of you guys that are going to be in buffalo make sure you he's got two queens there right two queens yes he does (laughs) never gets old either lisa you weren't on that episode no she missed that Did did you miss that i think i did can you fill me in some a couple weeks ago Mark and Tommy were talking about, yeah, you know, Mark's going to the Buffalo show. And Tommy goes, yeah, I think I'll come to the Buffalo show. And Mark goes, um, no, no worries. I've got two queens in my room. <laughs> and and literally, as he was saying that, you could see him going, crap, crap. Like, and oh, Tommy I and I were it. just like, Ooh, it was a gift from the gods when he said that. <laughs> Yes. He walked right into it. Yeah, I've got two queens. 
queen size beds to you, me? Yeah, <laughs> what, what are you saying? So, yeah, so look for us if you guys are going to be in Buffalo. We will be there. And I think that's February 5th or something. I don't know. Oh, is it February 5th? I think. I think. Tour starts up again in February. Yeah, I'm going to the first show in Boston. Okay, so this is the third show, I think. Is it? It's Boston, Allentown. Really? Oh, maybe it's the fourth one. I don't know. But it's, it's I don't really... know. It's, I, I mean, I'm just saying, because I was going to, I thought maybe I could drive to Allentown, but from, from Boston to Allentown, yeah. it's not a, I don't have to go to work, so. Actually, okay. I have to work, you know. And Roth is going to be there. That's no, so fucking no. cool, David Lee Roth. I'm still excited as hell. I'm gonna watch. I've never seen him perform, so I'm gonna make sure I watch the opening band. I'm gonna watch him. So. Oh God, yes. Listen, I I know damn. I said this. I know damn well it's not David Lee Roth of 1981 or 1984. It doesn't freaking matter. It's David Lee Roth of Van Halen doing van halen songs he's listen people are like well what if he gets up there and does all of his strange music i'm like he is going to play van halen classics and david lee roth solo classics that's what you're gonna get it's gonna be perfect the the problem is you'll probably sit here and go that was too short you should have played longer so yeah that's gonna be and, and actually we could just throw that in as one of the did that come out in 2019? Yeah, that came out in yeah. 2019. David Lee Roth opening the End of the Road tour in the U.S. Huge. Yeah. Freaking huge. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I'm looking at the tour dates. So the Manchester, New Hampshire is the first one on the first. Right. But then the Allentown isn't until the fourth. So you've got two days there. Yeah. And the Buffalo's the day after. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought it was right. But you're right. You're right. Because Allentown isn't until a couple of days after. Yeah. yeah, Sunday. Wait, tu- Tuesday, right? Tuesday's the. I don't. I don't. I don't have it. I just know that there's days off between <clears throat> between the New Hampshire show and and the other one. So Um, I'll throw this. This has to be brought up as one of the big events of 2019. Crazy Bob. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Got. I mean. Bob Kulik going off the deep end. It's all out there. If you want to go find out what it's all about, we did a whole show recently called what about Bob? Um, that was just huge to see that happen. And it was a sad moment. It was, it was a sad moment and it was something where it's like, you know, I've said to a number of people, it's like, I could have never imagined as a kiss fan, this sort of stuff happening. Yeah. In the public. And and I was talking to um, Steve Steerwalt on Facebook. I'm like, back in the back in the late nineties, mid to late nineties, I actually built Bob's very first website for him. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> Steve was like, Was he this was he like this back then? I'm like, no. He was just a typical person who had no understanding of what the internet and websites were about. But, you know, in the mid nineties that was pretty much everybody was that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, it's like, yeah, when I was talking to Bob on the phone, building his website, you know, I'm like, oh, this is Bob Kulik. How cool is this? I would have never in a million years thought that all of this drama would come down. And and we won't get into it, but drama that has sucked us personally into it as well. Yes. Let alone that he would win a Grammy. Well, he still hasn't. Imagine it. What did you say? Guess what? He still has it. Imagine that he'd win a Grammy. <laughs> I just, that's like the other gift that just keeps on giving. It's just, I know. Brianna. No, but yeah, Dina, that's true too. Um, I, because when I met him in seven, what was it, 18? At that expo in 18. That's the first, I mean, I met him a couple times before that, but like working with him, <clears throat> I would have never imagined ever that. The way that those tables turned like that, you know, especially with with my experience too, you know, you guys were all there when Vin, that that Vinnie Vincent Expo in Atlanta, you know, it, like it was it was like, wow, it was great, totally great, and then less than a year later, it turns like kooky. It's like Liter- it's a like, literal Jekyll and Hyde. Yes, it truly was, and it and it was hard for me to believe. I think I was more shocked than anybody because it's like, dude, I just was with you. Like, I'm very confused on what's happening right now. And, and, and it's still going on, people. Oh, it's, it's, still, yeah. it's still happening. It's As you said, it is sad. Oh, it truly is. You know, I, I, wish, I wish he would get help. I wish that he could work out whatever issues he's got. Um, but this is just crazy to see this happening publicly. That that's yeah. the big thing is like yeah you're gonna go to Facebook and you're gonna post all this and your Twitter and your Instagram and you're gonna do these crazy ass interviews going off and it's just like what happened to let me hire a lawyer and let's deal with this behind the scenes. I mean bands fight people fight there's internal drama all the time all the time and no one knows about it because it's no one's and it's. It's no one's business. It's no one's business. It's nobody's business. I'm sure Gene and Paul fight. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure, look at the Motley Crue guys. All this stuff happens behind the scene. There's not, like, aired out in public for everyone to know about it. Um, you know, that's what makes it just even more shocking, the fact that it's out there for everyone to see. And it's like, oh, my God. And, and, yeah. and, and at a time where this will never be forgotten now. Nope. Because nope. it's all on record with whether it's YouTube videos or Facebook posts or whatever, the internet will never, ever forget this. If this had happened 15 years ago, people would have forgotten about it. Different time. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, that, that that's one of the big KISS-related um, stories of 2019 was Bob Kulik. And I'm sure we'll be speaking about it at the end of 2020 as well. Well, it is the beginning of 2020, and weren't we promised something? I think, and you know, I thought about that today, actually. I, I went, I wonder, maybe I should ask Mike. <laughs> I haven't seen anything. Five. Five. You'd think one of them could get it done. You think? All right, Tommy, your turn. Uh, 
the band interaction in 2019, the, amount, the, the opportunity that I've had to spend quality time with each one of them, uh, and just some of the interactions have been stuff I'll remember for the rest of my life. Um, they've been just so incredibly kind to all of us. And their generosity is still kind of overwhelming to me. It, it really is. And uh, just grateful for the opportunities that I've been given to be able to bring my camera with me and just take pictures and no one hassles me. That's like and those cool. are, the photos that you've taken, Tommy, are mind-blowingly amazing. Well, they are fantastic. I'm, I'm still behind. I've got a bunch I haven't even looked at yet because you it just get so busy out. doing everything else. You know, but um, that's just that means the world to me uh, <clears throat> to be able to to just go and, and sit and watch the show, choose where I'm going to sit. I'll buy a ticket wherever. And I know that I, you know, I, I don't have to worry about my camera or any of that. And I can just take pictures and hang out and have fun. I mean, that's that I'd say that along with just being able to experience this with some really wonderful friends of mine. You know, I've gone to different shows with different people, and um, it, it's just, it's always wonderful. You know, it, it, I guess I, I just, I'm so incredibly grateful to have been able to experience that and look so forward to it this year, too. I mean, I get to do it one more year. And like, even with the Buffalo thing, <clears throat> look, going to the show is wonderful, but it's almost secondary to the time you spend with your friends and yep. and the the whole situation of the day. It's almost so like it's the never, show gets in the way of you hanging out with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and my friends are the type of people that just shut the fuck up and watch the show. You know, which I love. Instead of going to a concert with someone that talks through the whole thing. It's just like really you know, there's nothing you got to say right now that's more important than this. We can talk about whatever you want later. That's why I usually go by myself. <laughs> except, except when we were in Chicago with Mark and that lady started yelling at him because she she's claiming that he took her, her uh, space and it was general admission. <laughs> you know, that was took my space. Yes. Oh, she, she just yelled at him for, God, a good 15 minutes and he just ignored her like she wasn't even there. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's the memories that I've made. And like I said, all of the, well, the wonderful things I've been able to be a part of and, and just all the people too, you know, from, from Fran and Keith, to, I mean, everybody, Ryan, all those guys on the staff, they're all just so nice and welcoming and kind. And they really make you feel welcome and they make you feel like they want you there, which is huge. So that would be the next one. Lisa? Mine was the, mine was the Bob one. Uh, I got to thinking, would you please, James? What was that? Uh, James was coming oh. up in the um, Trying to think of my other, my other 2019. We'll tell you, it was fun going to Vegas and having dinner with Bruce and Lisa. That's always fun when I go to Vegas and I get to spend some time with Bruce. 
um, and his beautiful, lovely wife, Lisa. Um, you know, I've known, I've known Bruce for a really long time now. So just watching him, um, you know, I met him, I met him in 92. I watched him, you know, in Union, which I love that band. Um, seeing him with Grand Funk Railroad, you know, uh, that was fun. Just hanging out and shooting the shit with him and Lisa. That was a lot of fun. So I can, I think that's one of my other highlights of, um, of 2019. I will stick to one of the big stories of 2019. <clears throat> and I'm sure this will fire up some people, but it can't be denied that this wasn't a big story. Star in the shit pot, Michael? The magic book. <laughs> that was promised to be in everybody's hands for Christmas of 2019. Maybe and, 2020. And now it's April-ish of 2020 of this year. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's a story. It's been, you know, this book was first brought up, promoted four and a half, over four and a half years ago. A lot wow. of products have been made and released multiple times over in that time so uh, you know and rightfully a lot of fans are concerned and worried and upset and mad and full of emotions because they've spent 150 bucks on this and they don't have anything and are they going to get something big story yes Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think that that's reasonable to bring up. Um, I guess it's kind of one of those things where I'm kind of glad it's behind us, even though the the situation hasn't been rectified. Although I have been hearing that uh, several of the people that have had reached out to us trying to get refunds have now received refunds. Yeah, so I, I've I've heard that everybody the, who everybody who requested a refund has been given their refunds by the end of last year, um, which is great, which is, yeah. which is good. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to use this time to get into rehashing what we think. No, and we all whatever. know what it it's is. It's just, it, regardless of what you think about us or anything, you, there's no denying it was a big story of 2019. Mm -hmm. Yep. I would agree. Um, my next one would be the uh, question and answer and meet and greet that we did with Bruce and his oh so beautiful and kind wife Lisa with the uh, folks at Fan HQ. What a wonderful, wonderful evening! Uh, great fan support, great questions, uh, and just you know, well, we all know how Bruce is. He's just as nice as nice can be. So he was so accommodating to everybody. And it turned out great. We had a wonderful night and uh, it was a big success for everybody. Not only the people that attended, but also uh, for Bruce and Lisa as well. So that was, that was really cool. That was a lot of fun. You know, he, cool. he, he knocked it out of the park. Lisa. I will say another one from last year is, you know, we do have a ton of listeners that 
um, you know, sometimes gives us gifts. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember the meatloaf communion nuts that we received. Yep. From Jason. Um, he was in town um, in Atlanta for a conference and he messaged me and said, let's have dinner. And we had dinner and it was fun because, you know, you, you see people or you see them online or you message them, like you said, Tommy, but when you actually meet up and go do something with them, yeah, it's really cool. I like that. So, you know, I'm glad that he reached out to me and I'm glad that, you know, we were able to, to go have dinner together and just shoot the shit and talk kiss. Um, you know, and I always say, I go to Boston a lot, you know, if there's anybody in Boston or if I, you know, I travel a lot, if there's any listeners out there that want to meet up and have a drink or talk kiss or talk three sides, you know, message me. I'm always happy to do it if I'm around, you know, so I think that's cool too. That was a fun, that was fun. Um, that was a fun night. And, and thanks again for my Christmas nuts, by the way. Yes. Thank you. Once again. <laughs> Didn't get any of we didn't get Mark's nuts this year though, did we? Yeah. No. But I enjoyed my nuts. They're gone. They were crazy. Um I've got fun a fun memory. It was a short memory, but it was oh so classic because it still has not gone away. The hummingbird attack was absolutely amazing to witness that live as we were recording an episode of Three Sides of the Coin. Yeah, that was a top 10. That was a top 10 moment, e top five easily. I mean, I maybe say, top that, three. I don't think I've ever laughed so hard. The, when the, she the, fell off her seat, that was good too. Though. Yeah, I was just going to say, right up there was when she fell, when you fell off your chair while we were Yeah, when I, when I stepped back too far and I yeah. went like this. Yeah, yeah. that was but the The yeah. hummingbird attack was just so if you missed that episode lisa was recording out on her patio and uh i think it was all four of us on this episode it was it was and all of a sudden because remember we can't see everything all of a sudden lisa's going like this <laughs> and we're like what's going on what, what's happening i like i'm thinking first obvious thought is a, a bee uh, that that would actually be scary if a bee or a hornet was coming after. She's like, oh, my God, a humming. We got a hummingbird feeder right there. And, oh, my God, the hummingbird was coming straight for me. It was going to attack me. And we just, Mark, Tommy, and I just busted out laughing going, a hummingbird? A hum you look you, like Godzilla was coming after you, not you a know, little hummingbird. That is my daughter's favorite episode, and she watches that part over and over and over again and she loves when yes Yay. lily's here tell them why you love that Do you, hey lily tell us about the hummingbird episode it's she's overreacts <laughs> she said she loves she loves when mark goes lisa it's a hummingbird not godzilla that's her favorite part of the whole entire thing don't say that's her fun it's her favorite she'll watch she'll go find the episode Play that part, and then go back. And what I'm like, huh. is, your, is your mom overreact a like, lot? Lily, did someone attack me? It was but it's a hummingbird. <laughs> it was, it was so, the kids though. I I want to like pet a hummingbird, and your pet your you, Lily. You were standing outside with me, and that thing comes zipping by. You no, know I, I wasn't was gonna there. Go. I was at school. No, other time in the summer. No, you saw it. I'm out there. Stop, stop making your kids stand up for you. It, it was a hummingbird, Lisa. It was a hummingbird. 
They do not attack humans. They, they, see, that's what they said. You may exit. Why? Lily, you just don't want to admit that you're wrong. <laughs> Lily? 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 Does your mom overreact a lot to different things? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're done with her now. She can go. Oh, it's too bad. It's Christmas has already passed. Out. You can't you can't hang that uh, behave yourself over, yeah. right? Truth that was so out. fun. I'll tell you what, that was a fun episode. That, that was, was hilarious. That that alone made it so worthwhile. It was just like it, it was like capturing it all live as it was happening. Again, nothing is scripted here. And Lisa honestly had the fear of God in her eyes as a hummingbird was flying around. Like Mark said, you know, it wasn't fucking Godzilla. Have you noticed that the two things that you mentioned, falling off the chair and it's like I'm I'm like your comedy outlet. Have you realized that? Uh, that I am well, just the butt of every joke? No, well, I'm glad, when, I, when, I'm glad I can no, participate. No, 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 let, not, oh my God, look what she brought me. <laughs> beer. <laughs> she knows her mom. I didn't even ask for that. That's a good moment, too, when out of the blue, yeah. this beer was given to you from under the table. Like, from one of the kids. <laughs> Who brought you that? Oh, my daughter. You've got your kids bringing you beer? Wow. Feedback is going to come to the house. Okay, so to your yes. point, butt of the jokes, yes, you're funny, but let's be honest, Izzy's right up there. Come Izzy on. is the is the butt. Come on, we the... got we got a guy who dines at 7-Eleven who swears 7-Eleven pasta is better than any pasta out there. I what mean, was the other thing? The mankini? Oh, the mankini? Takes a porn star out to dinner and they go Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> he did that? He did that for real? She just wanted to be friends. Yeah, she's, he's, he's, she friend zoned him. Oh, I didn't know you that. Know? Oh, yeah. oh, poor Izzy. You know, he's so sweet. He is so oh, sweet. Again, we love Izzy. We love, love Lisa. That. We love Lisa. But these things just happen naturally. Oh, I mean, with, well, with, with, you know what? With, if with, I can bring joy and laughter into everybody's home every once in a while, then I'm doing my job. You sure do. You sure do. Um... All right, so I think that was mine. I said hummingbird. Tommy, what have you got? Um, I would say to expand on the hummingbird, just actually this could be number one. Us getting together every week oh, and so doing much fun. so much fun. But it goes beyond just our friendship for each other and us getting together. It's that we have a recorded history of all of that stuff that we can look back on and laugh about and just all of the incredible guests that we have had on in 2019 and just amazing stories. I mean, some like Jan is the first one that comes to mind and some of the stuff that she shared at cream magazine. And I mean, it's just mind blowing guests that make this show what it is. So it's spending the time with you, with you guys. That's, that's huge. I, 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 I will agree with that. I, yeah, I, 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 I had on my list just another year of three sides. It is, it's, it's absolutely mind blowing. First of all, that we are over seven years into this show, seven 
years we've been doing this. That's and, insane. And that, Are you guys going to do another Minnesota meetup? Yeah. I, I gotta yeah. Fig, we got to just figure it out because, like, I, I think I explained on one of the past shows, now that my parents moved out of the Twin Cities area and moved That's to southern right. Minnesota, it's not as convenient. So I just got to – we just got to figure it out. But, yes, we want to definitely do another Minnesota meetup. We, we want to make the Three Sides of the Coin cruise happen. You know, yeah. I forget if somebody asked me about that. We're serious. We really we're want to serious. We're 100% serious. It's just, listen, I mean, we don't do this full time. So it's sort of like, oh, crap, we better start figuring this out yeah. because it actually takes work to put together. Because, you know, I miss when we all went to the expo together. That was like the one of the That was first a blast. That was so much fun. And I miss that. You know, yeah. I really miss that. Well, and, and the tricky thing about the cruise even though I live in the land of 10,000 lakes, is those are all so popular. It's finding a boat that's big enough for everyone. But also, too, with these Minnesota meetups, it doesn't cost anything for you guys to come. The only money you spend is if you want to come early and have dinner or you and want to buy, buy some cocktails. Yeah. That's it. So we have to make this inexpensive enough that it's not taxing on right. someone's wallet. Yeah, come. I mean, we don't want the three sides of the cruise, three sides of the coin cruise to cost you $75 or $100 to take part in it because it was so expensive to rent a boat that requires them being able to give you so much food and beer and all those others. It's like, be a blast, but we don't want, you know, it's, it's about getting together and just having a good time. But yeah. That was fun. That, that expo, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard and so much. That, that was so much fun. Mm -hmm. That was that was oh my god that was so much. Fun. And we'll do that again because hopefully there'll be one in uh, two thousand. Oh, we did one in New York. We did one in New York. And we did the one in Atlanta. There were two. Yep. Remember? Yeah, but the Atlanta one was more fun because you weren't working as much. Well, I was with Bob. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't the same as when you were with Bruce because Bruce's table was so incredibly busy at the New yeah. York show. We yeah. didn't see all that much of you. Um, but hopefully we'll we'll be blessed with an opportunity this year for you know Peter to do one or something and Keith where we can all of us can attend. Well, the one in um, the one in Indy this year was good because I didn't work at all. That was right. the first time I never worked an expo, and I can't tell you how long. Probably since the '90s, that was the first time I did not record or work at an expo. But that was like weird. maximum drama too that weekend yes yes and so yes. yeah it's never a dull moment uh -uh. so yeah I'm, I'm i'm hoping that we'll be blessed with an opportunity to all be together to do something like that it yes. you know for me the the whole thing about another year of three sides is it's just such an incredible honor to be part of our listeners lives that they they actually take time out of their life to watch or listen and binge watch and binge listen and the incredible heart heart touching stories we hear from people who are going through difficult moments and how three sides made them laugh and made them crack a smile for even one minute and something that was so terrible going on you know these are things tommy and i have talked about this so many we never, ever imagined that type of stuff happening when we started this 
seven years ago, we were just going to get together and talk about KISS, and we wondered if 100 people would listen to it. And, you know, to have people who are just like, you are part of my life every week, amazing, incredible. Because we don't have, I mean, we are, we, this is how we are. There's, like you said, Michael, there's no script. The only thing we do talk about is the topic, and that's it. There's no, so there's no drama. You never know what's going to happen, hence hummingbird incident. Um, you know, and if, and if for, you know, maybe you have a really yucky day at work and you look forward to listening on, you know, watching on Tuesday and laughing. So if we can provide a little tiny bit of enjoyment and laughter, like you said, Michael, and I mean, even if, even if you got nothing on the episode in terms of, um, information, but, but you just felt good you, because you were hanging out with some kiss yes, fans. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I would say that is definitely, that's the reward, the laughter and the touching people's lives and being a part of people's lives. That's the thing that blows my mind. Yeah. It really does. So please, you guys, don't think for one second any of that is lost on us because it's not. Oh, no, it means so much to us. I mean, the fact that even one person wants to watch this is, right. is incredible. The fact that you know, over over seven years, we've had, I don't know, we're, we're approaching six and a half million plays now. It's just unbelievable. So much gratitude, so much thanks. So, I mean, we're just so humbled by it. And, and on a side note, I, I think that it's a little housekeeping is in order here so that you guys can understand how it is for us. All of us have full-time jobs. We all have our own careers. And families. We, and families. So we've always said family and work comes first. This comes after that. So having well, said Mar that. Mar Mark is work, family, food, then three sides. Yeah, I would say. I would actually say family, food, then work. Uh, uh, wait Mark. a second. Hockey also gets thrown in yeah. there. He's, he's, blowing, he's blowing us off for hockey, too. That's true. Yeah. So, he's so for the three of us that you're seeing today, it's family and work. Yeah. First. And sometimes my family comes in the picture too. So see, there you go. Yeah. And and so understanding that piece, the other part is in doing this show, we do this for two hours once a week, and that's it. So this to me is no different than anything else that you're doing with respect that you still kind of move on throughout your week and you do all this other stuff. So we try to keep up as best as we can and answer uh, messages or respond to questions, but I don't, we don't always see everything. So there was a, a really nice guy, his name is Brian, who sent me a message and he said, I, I, I messaged you guys a couple times and I've never heard anything from any of you. I'm wondering if that's the wrong way to do it and, and all that sort of thing. And it's not that we don't want to, but sometimes I just don't see that stuff. So if you really, really want us to answer either a Facebook message us directly. Yeah, that's the way to do it for me. Yeah, put a comment on Facebook or on YouTube under one of the shows. Those are the three most likely places for us to see what you're asking. And if I see it and don't respond right away, I promise you I will. It's just I'm busy at that moment when I see it, and I'll always answer anything that gets sent. And I'm horrible at answering anything. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I'm horrible at, I mean, people will message me, like my family. I don't respond. Like your so, co-hosts? 
no, that's not true. I respond back to Yins. Don't sometimes, say that. Sometimes. Yeah, well, you just have to you just have to put the headline in the message for Lisa free beer. Yeah. Beer and, and Lisa's sure. like, were you talking to me? I've given you I it might take some time, but <laughs> see all of a sudden it's now well it might take some time, but yes. <laughs> Carry on. Yes. Uh, so I just wanted to clear that up because I've gotten some messages as of late because that's the one thing that's really um, negative for me about this show is on the one hand, the great thing is, is Michael through his, his skill and understanding of what he does has got us everywhere. But unfortunately so many of these platforms, people can leave messages where I don't necessarily always visit. So it's like, yeah. you want that stuff out there. Cause if iTunes is the easy way for you guys, we want to be there. If iHeart's the best way we want to be there. If YouTube is the best way we're going to be there, but it's hard to, to see all of kind of communicate on. on all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So if you could just keep it to Facebook or YouTube, that's one that I know all of us, even Chikini checks. Yeah. If you message me directly comments. on the Facebook, that's, that's the best. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Anything else? Are we wrapping this segment? I, I got, I got, I'll, I'll, I've got one that we can end okay. with here. Um, okay. I don't know if this is a good memory. Uh, it's not a big story, but it just—it's a feel-good. The fact that Ace Fraley is still continuing to release new product year after year after year, and I mean, Ace Fraley is the most active band member in Kiss. He's more active than Kiss when it comes to releases. Right. You know, and I don't consider re-releasing. Kiss albums in their twentieth version of vinyl to be being active. That that's just the record label looking for money. Ace Fraley has got record store releases, record store day releases. He's got Origins two coming up this year. Um, hats off to Ace yep. for yeah, still awesome. being active. Yeah, and and hats off to E one. And Ken oh, and all big, of the big, people yeah, that, that, that's that a big e, E1. This year, you guys have been so so kind to us, sending us all of the Ace Fraley releases as they come out. Um, it means it means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, it really does. Um, on a side note, now that we kind of wrap that up, uh, one of the things that I observed <clears throat> this week that I thought was really interesting that I'd like to bring up with you guys is for quite some time I've been hearing of different fan sites where fans are getting together to trade or sell memorabilia and essentially cutting out the middleman. So they're not selling it to a record store. They're not selling it to a collector or whatever the case might be. They're just dealing with each other one-on-one. -on -one. Well, now all of a sudden I'm starting to see these auctions pop up uh, that are kiss related auctions. Um, Phil Elliott is one of the ones who does it. Uh, he's a friend of the show. Good guy. Uh, and then there's other people who I don't know. And I watched an auction the other night that was really interesting. Um, so essentially, it's a four-hour auction, typically, what I've seen. And it's the, the person who's hosting it will say, okay, for the first hour, I'm doing posters and I'm doing 
um, tour books. Second hour is going to be magazines and whatever. Third hour is vinyl, fourth hour is miscellaneous, which is nice because if you're someone who is a rockologist and, um, you know, work a lot with someone like Tom Shannon, who collects all these different things, then you know, you, if you don't collect posters, you don't have to necessarily sit through an hour of that stuff, you can wait till the stuff you're interested in comes up. But I thought it was really interesting how people could just literally bid right there in the stream. Where did you see that? That's cool. There, there's fa- there's Facebook groups. If you go on I'll Facebook and and, yeah. s- and just search for Kiss Auction groups, you'll find yeah. some. I've I've watched a few of them. It's just you know it's people. Um, some people do the auctions and then the proceeds go to a charity other people are just auctioning off their personal stuff like they would do on ebay and they just sit on a live facebook stream and they'll hold it up and they'll describe it and they'll read it and blah 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 and they'll go you've got 10 minutes on this product or whatever and people comment but they comment with i'll bid this much blah 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 and when he ends the auction whoever's got the highest bid gets the product and they complete the sale and the transaction it it's a that's it's an really interesting cool. it, yeah it's an interesting community that's yeah and so if you guys are looking for kiss merchandise this would be a great thing to check out because like in the one that i watched or the couple that i watched they had a variety of different stuff from 70s through the 80s non-makeup and back into now you know the recent uh, stuff and you know so if you're looking for a sonic boom tour book or you're looking for a japanese um you know magazine whatever it is it was a whole variety of things but what i liked about it is it was a face-to-face option where you could literally watch the person you know go okay here is you can see the product he's hold yeah, they hold the product looks like that's really cool and if it's a poster he would say okay it's torn in all four corners or it only has you know, uh, pinholes in it, or there's a tear on the side. So you can the, see everything right yep. then and there. You can see everything. Or the, you know, one of them, he was selling the, uh, on not the on tour, the very first Kiss tour book from Alive, the one that's about the size of a record. And he's like, okay, here, and he, he fanned through, and he said, the centerfold will come out. It's out of the staple, but it's in, in great condition. Yeah. And so it was... It, it made me think, okay, if I was going to buy something, I feel much more comfortable buying it in that situation than on eBay where you have still photos. Here he's moving the item. And phys- so you know. You can, a- you can ask questions during the auction yep. and, and, and they'll answer your questions. and Yeah, very yeah. cool. The, the one thing I would say, though, is, is that in the interest of keeping this rolling the right way and keeping people from getting frustrated, sometimes the fans were just a little bit too zealous and were like talking. It, it, it turned into a community chat board. And it's like, guys, just private message each other because it got really confusing when you were starting to watch people bid on the items and then there'd be a whole string of just nonsense in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, just regular discussion. Yeah, it's like kind of... That's just my two cents. Keep it to them. I would appreciate it if I was doing it or I was bidding. Keep that to a minimum or private message your friends because I want to be able to see because that was one of the, the problems they were having is they were saying, please spell out the dollar amount. So don't put two zero, write the word 20 and then put something next to it so you know which item they're talking about because there's a lag time 
Um, when it's live like that for different different people watching the, the scrolling feed. That's pretty cool. Check it out on Facebook. Like Michael said, just, you know, yeah. and you can, you can also reach out to Phil Elliott because he's one of the, he, he might have been the first. Atlanta. I'll probably yeah. I'll message him. He might have been the first person to start this. So I, I wish I could give you more information. It was just something I stumbled across and I just, I thought it was really cool. Awesome. I, I have a side comment. Uh, I was just thinking when you said tour books, I wonder if, for the for the second leg of the end of the road, I wonder if there'll be a new tour book. Uh, you know, that out there. I was just thinking about it. Yeah, I do collect the tour books. Yeah, I got the one from last year. It, I you know, it's new- hard to say. Typically, I would say yes. They keep updating tour books generally because they want you to buy it again. Mm-hmm. They'll put new. They've got more photos, newer photos, stuff like that. I mean, will it be a completely new look of a tour book? No, but it might have an additional center spread to it, or it might, one photo might get, that gene photo has been replaced with a different gene photo. Yeah, and that's what Tom's been doing is, is I know that he's been working with them to update it. So I think they, right now, I still think there's two versions of it, but it's possible he's on on the third one at this point. I haven't asked him, but I will. I'll reach out and ask and see if there's any uh, questions for changing Yeah, coming up. I need to know if I need to purchase one at another Boston show or not. Yes. Um, I think homework for this week is pretty obvious. What... Is your 2019 kiss memory or big kiss story of 2019? That's pretty simple. And yeah. um, I would, How about what are you looking forward to in 2022? Yeah. More kiss well, shows. Yeah. Yeah. And I had I, heard a rumor that Peter Chris has been recording new music. Said in the clowns. Well, maybe someone maybe someone explained to him that he needs to not do that. You know what? As as a as a quick asterisk to events of 2019, let's give credit where credit is due. Vinnie Vincent actually held two events that didn't get canceled. That he showed up, go. the people who were there appears they all had a great time and it was a huge success for anybody who was involved so there you go that's all what it take it for what it is um so let me just remind you head over to itunes leave us a review and a rating on itunes it means a lot to us and if you're watching us on youtube hit that little red subscribe button in the lower right corner of the video and you'll never miss another episode of Three Sides of the Coin. And, of course, Station Head, the app you need for Three Sides of the Coin Radio. We're live 24-7, 365, never goes off the air. 19 hours of KISS and KISS-related music streaming all the time. It's very cool. <clears throat> and you never know, you might hear someone pop in and do a live Yes, we'll, we'll get we'll get back to doing more of those. Lisa's done some. I've done some. Tommy, you got an iPad you can use yet? Yeah, I just about it. Ha- I just about have it cleared off now, so Cheryl can open her new one. That's a whole other freaking thing. <laughs> well, there, okay, so Cheryl wants to upgrade her iPad. I said, "Great, I'll use your old one." 
you know, once you upgrade to your new one, because she's got it sitting there. She bought it on Black Friday. And she, there was issues. She needed to remove emails. I'm like, but she doesn't want to sit there and click one at a time. I'm like, well, why can't you get rid of all of them at once, you know, like with most computers? So I was able to get into her mail through her actual account on my computer. 60,000 plus emails that she has had on there. It took me four and a half hours. You mean like that? Look at my, can you see my number on there? No, what is it? Yeah, so you're kind of mental too. And 135,616. Unread emails? Yes. 135,000 unread emails? God, Brian, how do you do it? So... Does Brian know this? Because listen, if if no, that that's was not work, work, I have none. If that was Katrina, I'd be flipping out and going, "My God, there's probably like something very important that we miss because you're not reading your emails." Well, and yeah, and so get this. So then, on top of all that, she's like, "Well, so much of the space gets eaten up because you can't put in an extra SD card in in the iPads." And she's got all these photos and all these videos of the kids swimming and all these different things. And she likes to watch that stuff. I understand. So I'm like, well, why don't we, I finally figured out, let's, we just created a YouTube channel for her. So you, I'm going to upload everything. And then she's got it right there. She doesn't have to have it on her iPad. So I said, well, you know what? 30, no, 300 videos. All right. So, so we, we, we should have talked because first of all, photos and videos Use the Google Photos app. Yeah. Get the Google's photo yeah. app. Set up an account. Honest to God, it's one of the best things I've ever done because any any photo or video that you have on your device that you add to it automatically gets uploaded to your Google to. account. It's stored in the wet in the cloud. You can delete them off your local device, and then you just open up the Google Photos app, and you can go in there and, and see yeah. everything. You can also download well, it from Google her. Photos if you need it. The other thing is email and all of that sort of stuff, contacts, email, she should be using iCloud and syncing it to the cloud server that Apple has. Then it's never stored on your computer. It's stored in the cloud, and you're only just reading it off the cloud. Yeah, that's what Brian told me to do. This, see, this is like going into the closet one day and realizing how many freaking purses she had. <laughs> I was unaware of any of this. So with me, with all of my concert photos and everything, or family photos, I have these really cool things that are called external hard drives that you store stuff on. So, you know, they got stolen. But see, yeah, here's the thing, Tommy. I don't even trust external hard drives. I've got one external hard drive at home that has held nothing but m music for me. <clears throat> and over the holiday here, I decided to clean it off. <clears throat> it's like a two terabyte hard drive. I want to get rid of it, and I'm loading all of this music stuff up into my Dropbox account. Which, I've got two terabytes of storage on Dropbox. I put all this music up there, and now I never have to worry about backups, deletions, getting lost, hard drives crashing, fires, oh. robberies, all that stuff. 
I totally agree, but I've done that as well. But I still keep everything on external hard drives as well so that I can get to it should I need it. So you I didn't know to take so this. many photos too. You have to keep them somewhere. Right. You know? So she's like a, a, a email hoarder. I'm not really sure. So, you know, I bet it's just because she doesn't know what, how to delete them. That's exactly what it is. Well, see, you know, I won't delete mine either because I'm afraid I have to go back and look at something. Right. And she might see something later, you know. So, at any rate, we're but working see, You know, it. like I use Gmail, <laughs> I've been using Gmail for years. <laughs> I don't delete anything. I just store it in a folder because <coughs> it's always there on the cloud. It's never going right. to take up space. I can always go search it if I need to. I try and keep my inbox as small as possible. I agree. I'm just going to I'm going to get her on a conference call with you so you can <laughs> all of the stories. She's not going to listen. I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I know how this is going to go because Katrina is the same way. Conference call doesn't work. You just got to take the device and do it for her. You yeah, just okay. set it up. I'm like, are you backing? I'm Katrina. Are you backing up your phone? What? Yeah, I know. Like Brian I tells go, me that all the time. I'm like, one nah. setting on your phone that says backup, mm -hmm. and it backs everything up automatically to the cloud. Yeah. So when you, this is what this is great. So when you move from one iPad to another iPad, you open up your new iPad, you sign into your mm -hmm. your Apple account, and you say, download everything. And it downloads yep. all your apps, all your emails, all your photos, everything that you had on your old device is automatically downloaded. Once it's all there and you verified it, you go to the old device, you go to the one yeah. setting that says restore, and it just wipes the old one completely clean like it's a brand new device, and then you set it up how you want it. Okay. Can you imagine how many pictures of the village people Mark has on the cloud? Must be outrageous. You know, we have pictures uh, of a concert. Yeah, I know. We do. Yeah. We're nuts at a village painting, people concert. Painting the picture of the Indian just never gets old. I wonder if he's coming out to um, Napa this summer because the village people are going to be playing at the Bottle Rock Festival. I would think he would. You know, the first one there. It's Hanging on the gates. To, yeah, excuse for him to get to the coast. Yep. You know? Mark's All right, guys. This was awesome. You got your homework. You know where to go to leave your homework. Wherever you can leave comments, go leave your homework. <coughs> I'm out. dying. You okay? I'm out of practice talking. Yeah, he's been doing this for two weeks. Mm -hmm. I've been cleaning up my computer. I do every year. Talk to Cheryl about that. Clean it up, and it's never a mess. Tell me about it. I, I, I you're preaching to the choir. All right, guys, that's it. There you Besides go. Besides the coin, we're out of here. We'll see you next week. the show go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of three sides of the coin thanks
Download your free free copy of the KISS School of Marketing. 11 Lessons I Learned Working with KISS. The number one downloaded business book on Noise Trade. Go to books.noisetrade.com slash Michael Brandvold. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.